This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program on this beautiful Tuesday, June 30th. We are a morning breath. We are a devotion, a drive-time devotion for most of us, where we uh, take some time, spend it in the Bible, read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time with the Lord, thinking about what we read, and, you know, just trying to trying to apply it to our daily lives, uh, wanting God to speak to us and speak to us about what's going on in our life right now. And then we come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island Campus of East Coast Christian Center. Then we read it, and uh, we talk about it. My co-host today is Pastor Christian Hurston. How are you doing, sir? I am doing great. Excited about getting in the Word, and I can't believe that it's almost July. Like, what's happened to the summer? July is it's crazy. Yeah, that's probably that's the name of my new book. Yeah, it's a good book. Almost July. It's going to sell. No, it's not. Um, yeah, it's it's. It got hot like two weeks ago, too. It sure did. With the it heat like, index, it yeah. was definitely over 100. It went like Zoom. It yeah. was, uh, it was, seemed like we had an extra two weeks of 80 ish weather. Yep. And then it was like the bottom yeah. fell out. As an went. early morning runner, I definitely notice it. You know, even at 530, you can be drenched with sweat pretty quick. It's, you can tell when you get out of the shower after running and you're still sweating. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, it was hot out there. Very, very warm. Anyway, we're glad you guys are doing well in that hot weather. Tell them how to get involved in the program. Yeah, the best way to get involved is through the East Coast app or on our website, which is ECCC.us. You can go there for info, events, past sermons, or the Morning Breath episode, or you can find out anything that you want to know about East Coast. We'd love for you to connect that way. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. We've got stuff that's going up every single day with great content that's encouraging for you to give you some hope in the future, not just everything else we find online these days. You can also call 321-452-1060, and we would love to email or mail out the information to you, the devotion guide, or anything else about East Coast. Yep. Got a couple of announcements to make. Tell us about that big one there. Man, that's a huge one. Summer camp is coming. Come on, guys. Yep. July 13th through 17th. The price now that the early bird special is over is $4.95, and there's also a $100 discount for the graduating seniors. We love for the seniors to be able to come back one more time as a student to yep. be able to get involved. This is going to be amazing. This has got you know the possibility of being our, our biggest camp ever. And really just being such an amazing one with the anticipation after the COVID-19. I know for my two teenagers, they cannot wait. They're counting down the days. They're excited. They're both in the band this year, which is cool for us. You know, it's it's neat with just the buildup of they cannot wait to be able to seek the Lord in a deeper way. And when you ask these teens their favorite part, it's not the giant blob in the springs. It's not the crazy games it's almost always the worship yeah. and the encounter with God where yep. they press in in an amazing way. It's it's really cool. So we encourage you, get involved. You can go on our website or our app, get information to sign up. It is not too late. We would love for your student to be there. It's a great environment. I, I'm going to share about something else that's going on. We're doing a, a diaper drive yeah. uh, for the foster care community that's, that's incredible. out there. And so if you would like to get involved in that, you can go on our East Coast app. They've got a way for you to go right on Amazon. Buy the diapers and have them sent, shipped here to East Coast. Yeah. And then we're going to give them to all the foster uh, families That's in Brevard County. Yeah, I love the outreach that we've been able to do that community. And the relationship just continuing to grow more and more. It's awesome. Me too. It's a powerful thing. 
Anything else we need to talk about? Yeah, I just want to encourage you to, to connect with our online services or our services in person. You can go on the website to get all that information. We we fully support you whichever way you go. Is There's oh, yeah. no right answer. Is Both are great. And so this is uh, an awesome minute, way to get in the Word. No wrong answer. Yes. You said no right answer. Yeah, no wrong answer. They're both. Boy, no. Look it, at that. Yeah, no right answer. Yeah. In other words, you can't do it right no matter what. Oh, no, that's wrong. Yeah, There's that's, grace for you. <clears throat> yeah, that might be part of what was going part on. Part of the Bible, yeah. In this there's chapter. No, yeah, there's no wrong answer. That's better. Online or yeah. in person. Yeah. We'd good. love to have you be involved. All good. Yeah. Yeah, good Good deal. Yeah, and I couldn't let that one go. That oh, was no. a, That was, I felt. Keep me honest. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know about that. That's That'd be a full-time job. No, Kristen's a super honest guy. Um, yeah, so uh, Kristen was telling me he dropped his trolling motor oh, in yeah. the highway. That was awesome. Yeah, just driving down 528, you know, and seeing it drop off the boat and start dragging down the road. Luckily, I've got really good mounts on my cables that I've redone recently. And so it held on. It was dragging down the side, and I went. It's like, let's let's take care of this. Yeah, let's And it's running, but you can hear me coming. The fish hear me probably a few hundred feet away, you know. You just said the fish hear you? Yeah. You know what my handle is on, like, video games? Tell me. Fish fear me. Yeah, they do Fish fear you. fear me. Yep. Yeah, it's a very uh, hard-to-get name, but I've had it a long time. It's a time. good name. Yes, yeah. Love it. Let's get into the Word since that has no bearing on our lives. And is well, Jesus was a fisherman, so it, we could tie it in there. Come on. No, I meant my name. Is oh, yeah. It no bearing on anybody's life there. But anyway, uh, chapter 10 yeah. of 2 Corinthians. It's not a long chapter. It's no. only 18 verses, so uh, we'll just split it at nine. I'll yeah. read the first nine. You read the last nine. Sounds great. What translation? New Living Translation. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, only reason I say is I read it this morning in uh-huh. the New Living, uh, one of the translations I read it in. Yeah. And uh, it, uh, I didn't like it at all. Oh, no. But, but that was the first half. Yeah. So I got the second half. You get the second I've half. I've got so some stuff better. highlighted. I yeah. like it. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll let it go this time. Get me going. All right. I must say unto you, read, sir. Now I, Paul, myself, am pleading with you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am lonely among, lowly among you, but being absent and bold toward you. But I beg you that when I am present, I may not be bold with that confidence by which some I intend to be bold against some who think of us, ah, that made no sense to me at all, who think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Do you look at things according to the outward appearance? If Anyone is convinced in himself that he is Christ. Let him again consider this in himself, that just as he is Christ, even so we are Christ. For even if I should boast somewhat more about our authority, which the Lord gave us for edification, not for your destruction, I shall not be ashamed, lest I seem to terrify you by letters. I'm not trying to frighten you by my letters. For some say Paul's letters are demanding and forceful, but in person he's weak, and his speeches are worthless. Those people should realize that our actions when we arrive in person will be as forceful as what we say in our letters from far away. Oh, don't worry. 
We wouldn't dare say that we're as wonderful as these other men who tell you how important they are, but they are only comparing themselves with each other, using themselves as the standard of measurement. How ignorant. We will not boast about things done outside our area of authority. We will boast only about what has happened within the boundaries of the work God has given us, which includes our working with you. We're not reaching beyond these boundaries when we claim authority over you, as if we had never visited you. For we were the first to travel all the way to Corinth with the good news of Christ. Nor do we boast and claim credit for the work someone else has done. Instead, we hope that your faith will grow so that the boundaries of our work among you will be extended. Then we will be able to go and preach the good news in other places far beyond you, where no one else is working. Then there will be no question of our boasting about work done in someone else's territory. As the scripture says, if you want to boast, boast only about the Lord. When people commend themselves, it doesn't count for much. The important thing is for the Lord to commend them. Amen. Yeah, it is important for the Lord to commend them. Yeah. Yeah, you know, this is, uh, again, Paul, It to me it's sad, you know, uh, in the sense of Paul's having to labor to convince these guys <laughs> to listen to yeah. him, which is just kind of crazy uh, that— that the guy who started the church there, yeah. who came to them basically out of nowhere, started a relationship yeah. where there wasn't any relationship, goes through all this stuff, and then somebody comes from the outside yep. and tacks on and then seems to take authority. And, you know, I was uh, I was in Denver years ago, and somebody came into the area uh you know, from the outside and started having some meetings. Yeah. And in these meetings, uh, they claim to be apostles and uh, that the people in that area should sort of, you know, bow down to them and, you know, submit to them and, and things of that nature. And I, I was really wrestling with it because I didn't want to be a, you know, a rebellious or any of that thing. Yep. And I was reading in the book of Revelation one time and— uh, uh, when it's talking to um, churches and instru- giving instruction to them, uh, they basically, uh, there was one of them who's, who, as they were giving these instructions, said, you know, who claim to be apostles but are not. Yeah. And I went, whoa. Well, you mean that was even going on back in Bible days? Yeah. And uh, it really kind of set me free to go, okay. I'll continue on, you know, the way we've gone. And I was pastoring a church then and, you know, had my own, you know, elders and, you know, people uh, that were over me and and the situation I was in. And, you know, you just don't—you're just not over somebody because you say you're over somebody. Hmm. And you just don't take over an area because you show up in an area. Um, You know, Paul, I think, had the background— uh, to, you know, go tit for tack with anybody with education or, mm-hmm. you know, authority, why he should have authority, but he didn't base it on any of that. He based it on his relationship with God, and he did base it on that he was the first one to come. You know, he laid the I, groundwork. He yeah, carved it out of a rock. Yeah, like I, nothing, exactly. nothing was there. Laid a foundation, and that's another thing that Scripture says, the the foundation of the prophets and apostles. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times what people don't understand about that ministry is it's not a uh, out-front, hey, look-at-me ministry. 
You know, if you go to my home and, and look at the foundation of my house, you can't even see it. Yeah. But my neighbor's house, you can see it because he's had this water run off his roof for a long time, and it's washed away some of the sand and, the you know, the yard's dropping on this one side, and you can actually see his foundation. Why? Yeah. Because it's become exposed because of erosion. See, foundational works are mostly done under the surface, mm-hmm. and other things are built on them. And Paul, in another portion, said, if we build, make sure you— you don't build on hay or stubble, but build on a right, on the right foundation, Christ. Yep. And so he's he's out to fight for it again in this chapter. It's it's sad to me. Yeah, for him to have to defend himself that way is frustrating. That people will quickly gravitate towards something new than fancy versus you know the faithfulness. We talked about that a bit last week. Yep. Is just being steady and staying the course. The, the scripture that jumped out to me, and it's one of those ones that as a believer, you really should commit to heart. And I, I memorized it in the New King James. Hearing it in the New Living was a little bit hard, but it comes out of verse 4. It says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Yeah. And this is an amazing scripture to realize we're not fighting just the things that we see. Even your boss when they're having a rough day or your spouse when you may snap at each other or yeah. whatever the thing is, the person in traffic, there's so much more that's going on than we realize. And I love this quote. I, I heard it from a pastor that we both admire a lot, Pastor Chris Hodges. He goes, not everything is spiritual but way more spiritual than we realize. Like, we're not going to blame every single thing that happens. Oh, that was the the sound, you know, man demon, or like when yeah. the electrical thing, or yeah. every single thing that happens, like, well, there, there's a demon in the grocery store because the arrow's pointing the right way, you know? there's <laughs> People could get a little upset about things, but there's way more that's happening in the spirit than we realize. And so to realize that these weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal. But they're really, we're fighting against principalities and rulers of darkness and things that are going on in the spiritual world, and we need to acknowledge that and then take our authority that we've been given with that to say, hey, I'm just coming from authority of Christ. I'm coming and pulling down strongholds and things that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God. And that's growing up in Haiti you know, in an environment where there's a lot of demonic power. You know, my dad could tell you story after story for days about really experiencing firsthand demonic powers in ways that when you're doing the the Jesus film crusade in a field with thousands of people and, you know, warfare that would come against him or even seeing in Haiti where it rains in the evening, 250 evenings a year because it's on a tropical island. And literally seeing the rain clouds coming in this crusade and seeing the dark clouds stopping on the edge of the crusade Mm -hmm. and being able to speak to that and pray against it and seeing the rain holding off and realizing there's more going on here than we realize. It's not just what we see in the flesh. And we know that's happening in 2020 as well, like in our day and age. And what we're seeing is, guys, it's not just what's on the surface. We need to take authority and pull down, you know, the, the strongholds that are happening. Yeah, I think we have to be careful on both ends. Uh, there's a—if you looked at the life that we live, it's—there's uh, a—the spiritual warfare road is actually a pretty narrow road, 
with two deep ditches on each side. Yeah. And what happens with these two deep dishes, ditches is on one side, silly superstitions, empty actions, worthless incantations, all that stuff where you're, where you're hyper, uh, not hyper vigilant in a good way, but, but you know, you're just, you're out there. You're silly. Yeah, like you're wacko. out there. You're, yeah. you're out there on the edge. But the other side is skepticism, doubting spiritual powers, not believing that there's a devil and that there's dangerous spiritual issues at play in the earth today. And you could be on a ditch in either side. Yep. The truth of the matter is uh, uh, there's a, there is spiritual warfare. Now, I'll, in my mind, the well, that, that, that's going to come out good, too. In my mind, most spiritual warfare is between our ears. Yeah. And when you look at this portion of Scripture, it says, pulling down of strongholds, casting down of arguments. Uh, one translation says imaginations. Mm-hmm. Uh, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity, the beings of Christ. Really, all the things that are mentioned there can happen between your ears. Yep. And I believe the—I think Joyce Meyer did a, so one good. of her most famous books, yep. The Battlefield of the Mind, uh, powerful impact in the body of Christ. There's so many people have read that book, and it's been such a powerful book. It's based on these verses right here. And I believe this so strongly that if you want to have victory over sin in your life, if you want to change the way you see or think about something, if you want to rise to a different level than the one you're at right now of spiritual maturity and understanding, there's a, there's a formula, and I'm not a formula Christian, but there is a formula here that is powerful. And it starts out with, and I think the things that are talked about here are in reverse order. Mm-hmm. You go from stronghold to imagination or argument down to thoughts. The smallest is thoughts. The biggest, excuse me, is strongholds. Yep. What does that mean? Well, here's how I believe it works. You have a thought. thought goes through your mind. You begin to picture it or imagine that thought. Then you act on that thought. It becomes a stronghold. Mm-hmm. Now— if we would take the thought when it first hit our head and take it captive unto the obedience of Christ yeah. and not allow it to become an imagination Absolutely. where we began to picture it and roll it around in our head. You know, somebody once said, you know, adultery is is not a seizure. Yeah. You know, no one committed adultery by accident. Mm-hmm. A lightning strike that yeah. just happens all of a sudden. It's yeah. not the way it works. Yeah. You had to have a thought. You had to cultivate that thought. You had to work on that thought. You had to imagine things, yep. and then you had to act on them. And that's how sin, Bible talks about how sin, you know, gains root in our lives, yep. grows, and then has a, a foothold in our lives. This is the way it works. You have a thought. Now, you guys can do with this whatever you want, but let's say I have a thought about sickness. Mm-hmm. I respond to that thought. I take that thought captive by saying, by his stripes, I was healed. You know, I don't let a thought about sickness go through my mind without quoting the word about it. If I have a thought about temptation, you know, there's no temptation except common to man. Yeah. God has given, not given me a way of escape. Thank you for it, Lord. Yeah. Uh, I, I just answer every—you've you, got to get to the place, and you can get to the place where this is habitual. Yeah. I will not say it's permanent, though, mm-hmm. because if you're not careful— if you don't stay in the word and keep moving, you yeah, can lose absolutely. what you have. Yeah. And so you got to fight for what you have and fight to keep what you yeah. have. 
And so take those thoughts captive, and it ha- it's it's empowering. It'll yeah. it'll change your level of victory in your mm-hmm. life if you'll take this this formula here and start to apply it. Now, we shared it recently in Romans. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the Word of God. Is you have to continue right. to work at it. Is a farmer can't harvest a field once. It's this continual work. I love the final verse of the chapter, verse 18. It says, when people commend themselves, it doesn't count for much. The important thing is for the Lord to commend them. And it reminded me of a verse in Proverbs 27, 2, that says, let someone else praise you and not your own mouth, an outsider and not your own lips. I remember hearing about Tim Tebow growing up. His parents were missionaries, a very godly family. Is Him and his brothers were very competitive, as you can imagine, very athletic. But his parents said, we don't want to ever hear you brag about yourself. But if a stranger comes up and brags and says something complimentary about you, we'll give you a dollar. And they worked hard to just set a good example. And he said it was one of the greatest prides in his life growing up is having someone else say, you know, Tim is a really great boy. Like he works hard, he serves, he does these things. And he Mm. put a lot of emphasis in his book about those dollars meant so much, not that he was doing it for the dollar, but really to have it come from someone else. And you can see still at this point, you know, greatest, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time as a college player, pro, I loved watching him play for the Broncos. I wish he would have had a longer career. I mean, he had an anointing on him. He got ripped off. He really did. What a shame. But we could see that his humble attitude is remarkable. You know, one of the most popular people in the world at one point, and just his heart was so pure. And you could see that this scripture, just such a great one, is let it be from someone else, not for us to ever brag on ourselves. Yeah. And I mean, you know, when you look at, and here we are bragging on him yeah. right now, Absolutely. which is speaking, you know, just exactly what the scripture's talking about, you know, what he what he did in, in the mission field and yeah. built a hospital, I believe, and, mm-hmm. you know, all sorts of crazy good things that he's done that way and still continues to do. Yeah. He still has a very, uh, a very powerful, um, uh, you know, influence ministry, and reach and influence, ministry, yeah. huge. You know, if uh, the Jacksonville, Jag- Jacksonville Jaguars yeah. would have drafted him, oh my gosh, it would have filled their stadium. Every single seat. I would have driven up there to go see him all the time. I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> you know, I, that was one of the biggest things that ever escaped me yeah. is why a team like that yeah. wouldn't of Tampa Bay uh, is not as close. But Jacksonville, you're starting to get up in that oh, area, yeah. and it's like— He grew up near there in the St. Augustine area. It's like, what dude, are you it's doing? It's like, what are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, if I was a complete rube, I would have— Just for making him. money. Draft him. Yeah. Draft him. That's just it. I don't care if we ever win another game. Draft him. <laughs> yeah. You know, but uh, he was he was a competitor, and he was a winner. Yeah. And uh, I still see that pass he threw yeah. uh, against for Pittsburgh. For the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. Against Pittsburgh, and— Demaris Thomas. Yeah, I got a little bit. I got goosebumps thinking about it right now. It was good. Anyway, so let another man's lips praise thee and not thine own. That's the way I learned it. Yep, King James. And uh, yeah, it was. uh, It's it's it is a powerful thing. Don't blow your own horn. Mm -hmm. Here's the problem I see with that in today's world. How much time do we got left? A minute. Is uh, everybody today's building their own brand? Yeah. And there's a lot of tools to build your own. Absolutely. You know, whether that's TikTok or, you know, go with some of the newer stuff that's out right now. And it's probably not new. TikTok's probably not new. It's probably old hat at this point. But anyway, you know, uh, I'm just trying to keep with f- f- Facebook and, you know, all the other things and, you know, Twitter. And are you tweeting? <laughs> you know, and all the stuff that's going on right now. People are working hard to build their brand and kids are being taught to do that. Yeah. 
I mean, they, how many people really want to become a YouTube star? Yeah. You know, all It's that my daughter's stuff. aspirations like, yeah. for a career. And so when you look at all that stuff, now, it's not wrong to, you know, aspire to things. But when it's geared or built around promoting yourself, yeah. wow, I'm not sure how that fits into Scripture. Yep. You know, and uh, unless you come up with a YouTube channel on serving people. Yeah. You know, uh, how could we serve somebody today? Look, this is what, how we're serving over here. Da-da-da-da-da. What could you do in your neighborhood today? I That's don't cool. know. But there's stuff out there that could happen, but it's really counterintuitive to the world we live in. Yeah. You know, to not, Self-promotion. not to build your own brand, yeah. but to build his brand. Jesus, that is. Anyway, let's take a break. We'll be back in a minute. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too small or too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or visit us online at ineedafencenow.com. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Hi everyone, Kevin Barfield here with Barfield Contracting and Associates. We are a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. We're located in Cocoa Village, but we service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. We also offer many discounts, military, senior. We offer free estimates and we appreciate every opportunity that we're given. We're at 454-4531. That's 454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. God bless you. The Mezzanine Church for Young Adults. Pursuing the presence of God both locally and globally, the Mezzanine meets at East Coast Christian Center every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Call 321-452-1060, extension 133, for more information. That's 452-1060, or visit mz9.org. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Break. Welcome back, everybody. Well, we were talking about building your own brand on uh, YouTube, and here's a verse that might be used uh, maybe to counter yeah. that argument. Yeah, verse 17. As the scripture says, if you want to boast, boast only about the Lord. Yeah. That kind of flies in the face of the culture that we see of building building that brand and trying to do a lot of self-promotion. It's definitely, you know, he must— 
increase and I must decrease. Yeah, and you know, you look at that picture and you think about, if we go back to our, our example before Tim Tebow, Yeah. you know, he was always giving glory to God. Absolutely. Always credit to, to the Lord in it. But that doesn't mean he didn't work really hard. Mm-hmm. He didn't, you know, put himself in a position to succeed every chance he got. But he, he uh, always seemed to know where his success yeah. ultimately came from. And uh, I think that's what, what we're called to do. And I think that's why Jesus sometimes when he healed somebody, he said, hey, don't tell anybody about yeah, this. don't or make a big deal. He wouldn't go back into the city and, you know, hey, well, if you're such a big deal, why don't you do this, this, and this? And instead he came secretly to the feast, and, you know, the fe- celebrations. And so it's a good example, and I think we got to be careful that whatever we do, we do to the glory of God. That's a good There's word. There's a lot in Scripture on that. Yeah. Anyway, good being with you today, Christian. Absolutely. Great spending time with you. We look forward to talking to you again. See you, Nick. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.